yeah sure yeah it's, what, it's one second but let's just continue conversation so but yeah it's um it's great you know like seeing talents like you showing up it's 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 amazing because it's just like it just gives you like uh this idea of what art is going to be like um soon you know like in right. let's say um 10 years from like a year from now or two years from now or five years from now you know it's just right, gonna be amazing right. um already it's already amazing like you go on art station and uh you see like a lot of a lot of like really good artists and yeah, yeah a lot of, like, um a lot of people like you or or Aflim and, <laughs> and quite looks a few like more. you're live yeah we are <laughs> we are <laughs> hey everybody welcome to the next episode i don't even know which episode this is so 16 <laughs> 16 hell yeah uh, awesome uh um it's a different hour every time i'm just kind of trying to conform to schedules uh with of our guests and and my own schedule so some hours will change but granted we'll just continue doing this so hopefully my my time will free up soon or you know towards the end of the year so we can do more and i think uh john wasn't aj planning something for tonight uh with our cafe I think he was right. Uh, yes. So, were you gonna join our cafe? Oh, uh, tonight, right? Yeah, I'm do my own. Okay, yeah, he's gonna awesome. do his own tonight. So yeah, we'll, we'll do another one good. tonight. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, so uh, please welcome uh, Adam Guraziu. Am I saying it right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. Yeah, thanks for um, having. Me. I'm not gonna like I I don't want to introduce you too much. I I rather give you the voice to. You know, tell a little about a little about yourself. You know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm uh, Aiden, and uh, I do uh, concept design for uh, for games and stuff. And uh, I really enjoy it, <laughs> and I try to get better as much as possible every day. So it's pretty straightforward, I guess. <laughs> um. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've, what you've been working on recently, maybe, or you know, or what's your plans for future stuff like mm, that? Yeah, yeah. Kind of br briefly, you know, a little bit of background of uh, a little bit of background of like what you're after, maybe, and sure, where sure. you're coming from, because that you know, especially you know, I, when I when I see talent like you, I always want to like figure out for myself and for everyone else, uh, you know, what's the ingredient. Uh, mm -hmm. where did it start from and, and you know, what's the ingredient, uh, that helped you to get where you are? Cause obviously, um, there are, there are a few obvious things that come to my mind, but you know, uh, everyone mm -hmm. is different and everyone has a different sort of route. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'll be awesome to hear about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said before, before this uh, show started, like I've always been a, a creative type. Um, and I, you know, like drew as a kid, uh, did watercolors and, and my, my father could draw pretty well. So we did like, uh, drawings and, and oils outside and in the forest and that kind of stuff. And it was really cool. And, um, uh, it kind of went down as I went to high school because you're doing other stuff. Um, but then when I, uh, finished high school, I, I, I just really enjoy games and films and, uh, 
I just I, I looked at uh, making of Lord of the Rings and that kind of stuff, you know, like uh, how they made everything uh, at Weta and that that stuff amazed me so much. And I wanted to get into it, and then um, you you don't have you don't really have Concept Art Academy or uh, or those kind of schools in in Europe or in uh, Netherlands uh, to be more precise. Right. So I just went to the one. Uh, most close to what I wanted to do, and that was uh, game design. So I went to a, a game design school, and uh, the first year was really awesome because uh, they taught me how to use 3D and uh, how to make game assets and how to use Photoshop. And then, you know, first year uh, went by really quickly, and then the second year, um, I already felt like uh, I learned enough for what I wanted to do. So everything else, like uh, scripting and that kind of uh, that kind of stuff, working in Unity, uh, didn't, didn't speak to me so much. Mm -hmm. So I um, basically just before the summer vacation in the second year, I left school, and uh, I worked from uh, June, May, June to uh, November or December at home working on my portfolio and doing work every day and posting it on Facebook and getting feedback and, and whatnot. And then uh, I landed my first uh, job at uh, Star Citizen where awesome. I worked for, yeah, where I worked for, uh, for eight months and uh, now I'm doing other stuff. I, I've been doing like more freelance uh, kind of small kind of gigs uh, in school and when I was working at home to work on my portfolio. Mm -hmm. But like Star Citizen was the, the first real AAA uh, uh, game I worked on, and I was really happy about that. That you know, gave me more drive to to push on, and so yeah, that's that's where I'm now. So that's awesome. You started pretty early on, you know, um, and that's you know that's something that definitely helps you to kind of get that drive on. And and um, the the idea is like I think uh, if you, the the sooner you start, uh, mm -hmm. and the, the the more like. Um, the sooner you start, and, and the more um, uh, inspired and uh, about art you are, like it's becoming your passion, the, the more likely yeah. you will succeed. Because not only just uh, you're gonna do it for fun, but also you have that extra drive for excellence. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's something I've noticed, and I, it's, it's it's something that is pretty much uh, you know universal around artists that I know and. Every time I'm interviewing someone or talking with with, with you know uh, people like you or Aflam or you know other artists, uh, especially mm -hmm. young ones, it's just like always. Oh, there's always this drive for for creating something awesome, you know. So yeah. Um, was there anything in your you know short career so far that mm -hmm. you you feel like most proud of, or, or you feel like you know? Um, had the most impact in terms of like how you how you think about the industry or how you think about what you do with your art and everything mm, um, by the way well, I'm, I'm, oh, sorry? I'm just curious if uh if you're gonna paint anything or did you plan to oh yeah, yeah. Do anything I, I, I can start modeling something in maya to keep it interesting for you guys <laughs> yeah yeah we want to see um, those goodies <laughs> yeah yeah basically um uh i mean I was I was online pretty pretty much already before I got any jobs and you know following artists on uh, on Facebook you know mm -hmm. and um, you get this vibe and 
it makes you really curious for for how the how the industry will be for real, you know. So um, when I got my first AAA job and my first industry job, uh, like the like a proper one, right? It was uh, very uh, surprising to find out how uh, pipeline went and how you know how production goes, and that's just something that uh, they they don't really teach you on on school, you know. So right. that was really surprising and. Uh, it was a good eye opener for how it, how it goes behind the screens and uh, you know good stuff, bad stuff, and stuff to learn from. You know, not making a deadline or anything. You learn from that, or you see a colleague do something wrong. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 the work. I learn more. Uh, I learn more doing some work than uh, uh, anything I've learned in school. So. Right. Uh, what was, so the, what was yeah. the school you you went to again? Um, uh, it's a, it's a, it's called uh, the graphic uh, graphic school in Utrecht. It's mm -hmm. a game design school, and uh, that's where I attended. And uh, the course is normally four years, but uh, right. I only finished one and a half too. So, do you do you feel like the you know because uh, uh, school systems in in, the, in in each country are are different you know like uh, each country has its own sort of uh, good and bad thing about uh, school systems yeah uh, do you feel like uh, you know I guess uh, you know Utrecht and um, Netherlands in general pretty much represent of what uh, most of the Europe would be like you know uh, how do you feel about you know the quality of uh, of you know the the this this sort of the standard you know academic uh, education that goes goes around you know um basically what what i found is that uh this like this basically the market in uh, the Netherlands is like most like mobile games or uh or like you know small indie games so basically they're uh they're pushing people out of school to get them into those uh, companies to fill the jobs in Netherlands, right? So, right. if you don't have any AAA companies, um, there's no need to teach people how to make like high quality stuff. You know what I mean? So I felt that the Got quality it. bar always was kind of low, so that's why it kind of sucked. So, yeah. But like uh, in terms of in terms of like curriculum and oh, it's it's knowledge. it's pretty. I mean, it was pretty well structured. Like awesome. The, like the the only thing that bothered me was the the output standard they, they held and uh, it could have been way higher in my opinion. So, got it. But you know that's something personal. So, yeah. did you did you have like uh, instructors that work in in the industry already, or was it, mm. was it more like um, you know someone who's uh, who's proficient but not necessarily being a, a you know industry professional? Yeah, yeah, more of the latter. I mean. Um, we we got some people, but I, again, they were not Scott Robertsons or or you yeah. know those kind of people. They were like working in a, in like a small indie company, like mm -hmm. generalist type type uh, skill set. So, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like really important, you know, because um, uh, from my experience, uh, like I when I was growing up uh, and and I was thinking about you know maybe doing something uh, with art, I had that that moment uh, before I was choosing uh, what school I would go go to. Uh, I was right. looking at uh, uh, like uh, art insti institutes in Poland, like uh, you know, it's it's like art, right. art academies, and I was like yeah. thinking because uh, I like from from few friends that I know, um, they would you know they would say they would complain like how hard it is to get in because they would just like pretty much uh, discard you based on your portfolio, 
But the, yeah. the only aspect of portfolio that we'll be looking at would be, you know, traditional drawings and, and paintings. So you, they would they would already assume you're good at it, you know, if you're not good. Yeah, like the life drawing stuff. Yeah, if you wouldn't be yeah. good enough, then then they would just say, like, we're not going to get you in. But a few of the friends that went there, like, they were they would then say, like, you know, it's a great thing for forgetting your, like, anatomy and everything intact in <laughs> because this is pretty much universal. It doesn't... Apart from it, it's it, it's the pretty universal knowledge. It doesn't require like a rocket science thinking in order yeah. to to learn it, right? So yeah, so from yeah. that perspective, it was great. But like from any other perspective, it would be very sort of idealistic approach, which wouldn't necessarily uh, get you prepared for any kind of job. It actually would make you unprepared. If, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and, that's uh, sad. And it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it, 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 and I feel like there is a really big importance of uh, having uh, professionals, you know, teaching that are in, in, you know, in touch with with the what's happening in the world, you know, like what, yeah. what, what the technologies are being used and and being on top of that, because the worst thing you can have is a teacher that, you know, has the outdated knowledge and <laughs> and not really being a, a part of the industry, you know, and if you're yeah. not part, part of the industry, you, you will fall out of the loop uh, really quick, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, we've been, we've been talking about this uh, prior to going live, you know, there's, uh, um, there's a bunch of artists that I that I had, uh, you know, uh, work with that didn't even know Photoshop, but they were in a privilege of, of you know, of being able to work because of the the rules you know uh yeah, that are related great. to to that specific industry which is like kind of weird like you think if, if you think about it, it's like really weird you know like why <laughs> yeah uh, doesn't yeah. make any sense and then i look at your work for instance it's like i don't like i don't understand this world anymore <laughs> <laughs> you know uh it's 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 weird it's a very weird thing uh this you know um especially like entertainment industry the rules that are imposed on entertainment industry sometimes are so weird that i just don't get you know how those things could even you know be considered normal you know yeah um, i've been i've been uh reading uh some books recently and one of uh one of the books that was uh, that struck me like really interesting mm -hmm. and uh, really well written and and, and and not only applying to the industry itself to work or everything, but generally to life would be it was um, uh, it was called a lean startup, which is pretty much you know a Silicon Valley approach to how you start a company. You know, like what what, right. what you should do in order to you know uh, succeed in, in order to start something, create a product that you'll be you know not necessarily happy with in the beginning. But mm -hmm. you will definitely, you know, have more room to improve over time. Yeah. And yeah. everything explained in that book in terms of like how you test the product and how you release it and and like how you make sure that uh, whatever you do is being tested with actual client, you know, and, and people mm -hmm. that will give you feedback and tell you what, what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, it's just like uh, like 100 percent opposite of uh everything in, in 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 especially in like big corporations and big studios you know yeah that's very um, true good 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 um good example is like uh you know airbnb for instance uh the, the mm -hmm. company the way airbnb was started was just a bunch of you know friends that decided that they want to get like make some money you know 
and yeah. uh, and they figured out that the best way to do it is just to rent uh, rent their own you know the, the room, mm-hmm. but make it like a, a, a bed and breakfast, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, it all starts with simple ideas. You know? Yeah, and and the way they would like it, it started like that, but because because they they were successful in just like they had clients doing this. And they had clients giving them feedback. They they would know like okay, we have to change this and that in order to you know grow it. You know, yeah. Definitely. Like um, they would ha- they would get like people to rent uh, apartments, and then uh, then they would figure out like hey, if we make professional photos for for our clients, like people that actual are actual hosts on Airbnb, mm-hmm. that would dramatically increase. You know. Um, uh, how many people are actually using this service, you know, because if right. you have a great photo, then it's more attractive. Like the place becomes way more attractive for, for potential, uh, you know, shopper, you know, someone who's looking for a place to stay. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, and for instance, video games are, are done like the opposite way. You just, uh, they're like the waterfall, um, approach where, there is a bunch of assumptions and let's run with them for four years. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps it'll, that. You know, <laughs> that's what's creating crunch. You know, that's what I've realized over time. It's just, uh, the assumptions. And then you, then you realize there are a few things that don't work and then you have to, uh, correct them and, and start from scratch and, and fix things. And yeah, yeah. It's extra work, you know? Yeah, definitely. So that's kind of interesting. I, I think schools work this, pretty much similar way you know um there are schools that obviously have better approach and and you know there are schools that not necessarily approach it in the correct way and uh it seems to me that you know uh whenever a school offers to have someone who's um who's working in the industry is in touch with what's going on then you know you're more guaranteed that uh you'll be well well prepared for for the job exactly yeah yeah we'll be trained um yeah man uh i'm i'm also i was curious about one thing because uh you know i've obviously not like it's pretty obvious that you love weapons you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm just curious what's the drive for this you know um basically it's like what I, what I love so much is that it's, I mean, it's, it's pure function. And that's just, I, I, it's just like, it's a small niche, I guess, but like, mm-hmm. I just love it when something is crafted purely to, to um, uh, accommodate for, for, for a goal. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, if, if they, they're like hardly ever any, uh, aesthetic uh, decisions made in manufacturing. It's always like maybe e- even when you think there's a, there's a surface detail, it has some it has some reason behind it. And I just love um, how deep it gets, you know. And uh, it it just happened to be like you know weapons are a good example because um, right. I love you know I love mechanical hands. I love I love everything. And uh, I guess I I got kind of a, a label on my head for the weapon guy because <laughs> there was this uh, this like a couple of months I were doing them just for practice you know just to get better at them and uh, well there you go you're of, labeled now so yeah good luck <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
No, but I, lo I love anything that functions, that like that moves, you know? Wait, so what you're trying to say is that Mr. Concept Art would not have a success in manufacturing? <sighs> I mean, you caught me there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I love his stuff, of course, obviously. But... <laughs> I think it's hilarious, you know, because it's, uh, it's actually it's it's really related to what you're saying, you know. And um, by the way, guilty as charged, you know, the, the, a lot of things I've designed uh, and I do design every day is, you know, they I'm not necessarily focusing on function, you know. Yeah, but I, yeah, it's 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 true, and I've been getting questions like also at IFCC, I've been telling like you know like a form follows function, and it's I mean. It depends on the goal, you know. I'm not right. if you're if you're designing weapons for like uh, Blizzard Overwatch, you know, stuff has to be stylized because of the visual identity, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't make Overwatch weapons or any any Blizzard game stuff, so I'm here for realistic functioning looking stuff, you know. Yeah. So just like this is my corner. This is what I'm. Uh, I hope to, to get good at, you know. Uh, do you look at the references a lot? Or you're one of those types that, you know, oh, I never look at references, dude. Um, well, actually, um, I mean, I looked at reference a lot. You know, looked. I studied how, how, how shit works, how, mm -hmm. how weapons work. I know how, how to build one. You know, like, it's, it's, a, it's like a protocol. Once you know the protocol, it's like... Right. Yeah, you know how pieces fall together, and you know yeah, exactly. what doesn't watch. Like, so, and then you can have fun, and uh, you can you can play with the rules a bit while keeping it cool. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's uh, but but I mean, I'm not suggesting you shouldn't look at reference, of course. I mean, but yeah, once you know stuff, you know you don't have to look as much because if there is being some if there is something new being developed, you know, of course I'll check it out and read about it and try to figure out, you know. What materials they use, what manufacturing they use. Maybe they they gone from uh, manual CNC to robotic CNC with like multiple axes. Well, I don't know. So you you know everything has like can branch off to multiple interesting stuff that you can implement. You know, super. Yeah, yeah it's true. I mean, as soon as you get get to, like as soon as you realize what. What's the function of you know the object that you're trying to create, especially when you're focusing on, on prop design? Mm -hmm. um, you know, l just continuing uh, looking at references will actually yeah. slow your um, like will actually hurt your designing process because then you'll be you know more influenced with what already exists um, uh, instead of you know trying to create something new. Uh, yeah. There's this. Uh, I guess it's just uh, you know, as you said, it depends on the project and depends on what 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 your goals are. Uh, mm -hmm. There's, you know, it's I, I I consider it as a balance, like a battle of uh, of balance of you know aesthetics versus the functionality. You know, right. Where um where it's depending on the project you work on and what's the focus of uh, you know what you're trying to create. As you said, if you're if you're working for Blizzard and creating uh, you know uh, items for for Overwatch, you know, or yeah. or working on World of Warcraft, or even like you know League of Legends, you know, you're not gonna be you you still want to have that functionality uh, attached to it, just uh, just enough of it so that you can understand what you're looking at, you know. So exactly. There's uh, there's obvious uh, obvious uh, cues that are connecting uh, the the thing you're creating with with real world. 
Yes. But that's not going to be your 100% focus. Maybe that's maybe going to be like 25 to 30% of what your uh, final design is. Exactly. So it's like, uh, you know, there's, there's a saying design is function, but I like in my head, it's, it's a mix of both. It's not only that, but also, um, the aesthetics that are attached to it, because, uh, if you just build solely on function, then you're building stuff that already exists. And, um, unless you're a genius, uh, person, <laughs> uh, then it's just going to look like anything else that is out there. Um, but when you letting your mind lose, um, uh, lose and, and uh, allow yourself to explore ideas and mm -hmm. shapes and forms, uh, you might, you know, come up with something that will, will challenge your uh, functionality. Like you'll, you'll find this, this, this very moment where you want to make it functional, but, but still sort of conform to the, the, the aesthetics you've created. And you might, that might be like a, 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 a moment where you're like, oh, Oh, okay. So I have a problem here and how, how do I solve it? And it gets yeah. you thinking. And that's when you learn the most is, is, uh, you might actually find something that will, you know, marry those two, uh, those two fields. And then you, yeah. some changes that you apply to your work will actually reflect, uh, in something yeah, fresh and new. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah, dude. Um, hmm. what stuff. else? <laughs> It's awesome. Dude. I mean, just, you know, uh, I I generally, uh, you know, really appreciate the aesthetic uh, feel of, of whatever you create. I mean, it's, it's, it stands out pretty well. Uh, you like pretty well rounded. You, obviously, you're not only just a weapon guy. Uh, it seems to me it was more like a like a long run of, um, you know, trying to understand how weapons work and then moving on to something else. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the environments you're doing. It's a, it's a, it's a great, um, it's a great, you know, sort of practice where you, you, you work on something for a longer time and you get proficient enough and you move on. How do you think, do you think it's like, um, in your head, like how important it is to change up things, you know? Uh, yeah, it's very important because, uh, I mean, you hear a lot of people say that, you know, design applies to any, any, uh, everything, mm -hmm. like the same kind of rules, and in a sense that's true, so, um, I mean, you can take, uh, you know, for example, uh, weapon design, you can, if you learn about functionality, uh, user experience, and ergonomics, and blah, 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 you can also take it into a chair, you know, how do I make this chair function, uh, function good and support the body, support like, mm -hmm. support the spine. So it goes like way more functional and technical than people uh, uh, already assume, you know? And it's, uh, it's like something can look beautiful, but something very complicated can, can lie behind it that, you know, that makes it elegant, or like complicated formulas, right. uh, so to say. So I just love to get uh, very deep into stuff and try to figure out, uh, how to logically create something something beautiful because I like I like slick stuff you know yeah I, I mean maybe you've seen that uh, future MRI scanner uh, that yeah. I made mm -hmm. I mean I read about these uh, uh, polymer carbonate uh, coils that are way that are way better uh, conducting materials than uh, copper that's being used today yeah and uh, it has been used for many years so it was like you know I'll, I'll make it uh, uh, 
polymer coil frame based and energy this, energy that, you know, like materials this. So it's like a lot of research and it may look like a, like a silly sketch in 3D, but like I think a lot about the stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a fine balance that I've noticed between, you know, um, sketches that are just done because I, I, I have this brilliant idea in my head, you know, and I just want to uh, spit it out versus mm -hmm. uh, sketches that they, they seem to be looking like sketches, but there is just something about the form and shapes that make right. make it make it more sort of, I don't know, there's there's this fine line between just something uh, just a cre just a creation and mm -hmm. and something that actually had like a thought process behind it you know right exactly and, um, yeah i'm looking at that coil and it's you know it's pretty apparent that you can clearly see you've been thinking about you know forms and shapes and and how those things could work and you know all those things make sh make sense those machines by the way are freaking um crazy you know <laughs> oh yeah yeah um cool. i saw like those tests uh where you know there's there's one rule like you're supposed to disclose if you have any like uh in, in your body if there are any like metal uh impl <laughs> pins or, or whatever you know pins yeah. or you know anything like that because if if they are it, it, it's a magnetic resonance right and yeah it's yeah. like a really freaking strong magnetic yeah, wave that uh, goes through your body and if you have anything like you know maybe maybe some kind of like uh, pin in your body, it can pretty much shred your body apart in like yeah. internally and, and like really fuck you up. <laughs> um, uh, they've been they've been showing like small items, like how the small items will uh, react if you, if you even have it in a room, you know, not yeah, even yeah, they, not even close they, to uh to the machine, but in the, yeah, they, the room where yeah. the machine is. It just flies in and start bouncing yeah. around. It's just like imagine your body being there. You'd be like being pierced, pierced by like thousands of bullets, you know? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's making uh, this buzzing sound. It's, uh, I hope I, I'll never have a, uh, opportunity to be in one. Um, usually when you have to be in one, it's, it means something really serious. So, um, yeah, hopefully. but I, I thought they also make, uh, I thought they, uh, oh, good minutes. I thought they also like you know do like if if they're not sure there's something wrong they, they just uh, scan for uh, reconnaissance you know just yeah. to check what's happening. But it's pretty cool that you know I think earlier on when it when it still was very expensive and it still is of course but way more that uh, people like uh, only rich people could get in it you know if, if the healthcare afforded it or but mm -hmm. it's it's pretty cool to see that uh, technology allows for uh, yeah more people to be used. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's obviously you know the, the yeah the more the more advanced advancement in medicine, the better for us, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like hundreds of years, like <laughs> what two hundred, three hundred years ago, a lot of people were dying from like you know tooth cavities because oh yeah, <laughs> simple things like that. So it's funny. All right, man. I think we should move to um, to QA. Uh, I'm sure we have sure. some questions, and and uh, would be gra would be rad to have them answered. Uh, one thing I've I've started to do, and I'll be doing this uh, frequently now, especially you know being so busy with with Learn Squared and and, and all other projects and family, is I'm mm -hmm. trying to you know time myself with projects I'm doing, and and I have to restrict uh, the amount of time I'm spending on things. Um, 
So I, I, for now, uh, I want to restrict, you know, the amount of time I'm spending on our cafe to like an hour and make it m more compact and more informative uh, cool. instead of just being in like, a, you know, really spread out discussions. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think some questions uh, will will help to, you know, clear out. Awesome. Cool. All right. You ready? You ready? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, the first question says, how do you balance function and form when designing guns for the sci-fi genre? Um, uh, it depends on what the art direction is. I mean, uh, uh, usually they come up with the ref board and they come up with uh, uh, the style guide. And, uh, I mean, when, when, they, when, art, when art directors give me like pictures of uh, this sci-fi stuff that doesn't make sense, I'll just try to grab something that does make sense, like a, a sort of maybe some type of screw is used, you know, some type of uh, tool is used to make it. And I'll try to pick the logical stuff out of the reference. And uh, I, I get sometimes that uh, they ask me, like, hey, uh, this wasn't in the reference. And I say, yes, it is. Look here. And, uh, and then, you know, you have a logical reason to implement something. But I, I mean, like, form follows function. So, um, you're not gonna like if we take a car. You're not gonna put something weird where the where the wheel should be. You know, it's like the obvious first because you know it's obvious if you study the subject. You know, so that's why research is uh, very important. So, you know, you'll learn. It's like put wheels where wheels should be, and uh, anything else. You know, not. You know what I mean? Like, right. Obvious first after you did research, so that it becomes obvious to you. What has to be done, and then uh, just do the work. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty important. Uh, you know, the whole subject of, you know, knowing functionality. Even if you're, even if you're like not car engineer, like knowing how how cars generally operate. Yeah, you know, like is really yeah, important. like basic suspension. You know, you, you need to know just some research so yeah. uh, your design isn't like totally alien. So it's uh, yeah, very important. Yeah, it's like for instance in film, it's it's really important. Um, yeah, very much. Uh, because uh, in most cases, when you work on films uh, and you would be asked to, let's say, a des design a vehicle, right? Uh, mm -hmm. What would happen in most uh, in most situation would be that the production would already have sort of like a base vehicle, uh, which they would uh, want to build upon, mm -hmm. and then you would be required to you know follow. Um, Follow like the frame and the chassis of this vehicle and make things to uh, to measurements and maybe if they would ask you as a designer to introduce some elements, they would also have to make sense and function. You know, not only exactly. just look beautiful, but also have function. And it's uh, you know there's there's also obviously a balance of like what will be done in, in practical and what would be done in VFX. You know, so yeah, yeah. whenever things fall uh, fall under the VFX. Um, uh, route they usually tend to be more open to you know not being so functional or, or you know well taught but you know yeah definitely yeah true cool and next question says what is the difference between working as a character and environment designer in terms of profession is it recommended to master just one or learn all in the beginning um, it, it depends uh, you know what kind of industry you work. If you work like smaller scale, where they need uh, people that do multiple jobs, like a more generalist type 
um, because you know they can't afford like specialists. Then obviously it's uh, recommended to to learn more stuff. And I mean like everyone should uh, know basic anatomy. You know like just uh, it won't hurt you to to do some extra knowledge up. And uh, I mean. I mean, I specialize, of course. I do like mechanical, sci-fi, hard surface design, and I only focus on that. So I, I probably will never get a gig to make like ponies and that kind of stuff. So um, it's you know, it's what you want. What do you want to do and do it? So right, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna quickly piggyback on that. Is uh, you know, specializing in something is there's two routes you, you can choose as a designer or, or concept artist, illustrator, however you want to call it is um, you can specialize and you can just be a general generalist and, and both both fields will have you know different uh, tasks assigned. Um, generalists usually will work in, in broader scale, uh, scale on, on things and um, your work maybe will not be as recognizable when it comes like especially like in film or video games where you know maybe that specific costume or maybe that specific vehicle will not be yours but the general lighting in the scene or general feel of the of the film might be what you've, you've been contributing to so it's like less tangible thing however it's as important as being a special uh, like specialized in um in a specific field when you're specialized like um it's much easier to work on on things like a hero sort of uh, elements of of the production right you might be assigned yeah. to design the, one of the villains, for instance, if you're a character uh, designer, you might be assigned to design the, the, you know, the weapon that is the most important, the most visible one in the film. You know, yeah. uh, so it's they usually will choose someone who who's like really proficient with this, for the sole reason, you know, because when if it's it's like with anything else, the more you practice something, the better you become, and the more you uh, scatter your um, your attention, the the more generalist you become and and you know maybe you're not going to be as amazing at you know weapons and 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 vehicles and whatnot but you'll be good enough to pretty much handle everything you know so yeah all of those fields have pros and cons and you know you can also be a person that never goes out and works 24 7 and then you'll be awesome at everything so (laughs) (laughs) that's an option too yeah uh, someone said, what was it about guns that attracted you and what did you do to study them? When did you start getting passionate about design? Um, basically, I got like really passionate about design when I was like a year in practicing because first of all, you, you need to learn your fundamentals, you know? Like without fundamentals, you cannot like draw something perspective, you cannot like you can't translate your ideas onto the paper or canvas. So um, obviously I, I did uh, fundamentals first and uh, later then I started to get into design. And basically how you study something is just like, um, do you like, I don't know, like do research. Like um, you can you can look online, you can look on YouTube, like if we're talking about weapons, you look on disassembly videos, you look on uh, manufacturing videos, you know, how it's made from Discovery is a pretty cool channel where they show stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of resource. I mean, 
you know, it's 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 all out there. You just gotta do research. You just gotta search and do as much knowledge as possible. It's like it's like pretty silly to answer this question. It's like if you know how to get tickets for a concert, you know how to how to do uh, research for something. You know, what, what do you think, Macho? Um, you know what? I wasn't paying attention <laughs> because I Crazy was looking passion. at this. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at this you're probably not seeing it on the screen but it's uh, you know when you work for a shitty studio that's what are you gonna be working on <laughs> moving the toilet left and right and having oh a yeah supervisor. <laughs> i know that one <laughs> that's so funny uh what was the question again <laughs> oh never mind uh you, you I, i'm sure you answered it sorry I, i'm just being distracted with silly <laughs> stuff <laughs> well i mean it was more for uh for Adon, so yeah all right next question says how do you uh approach gun design regarding the functionality versus designing shapes purely for aesthetic mm. i mean it kind of like also uh uh i guess i can apply my previous answer to that as well for a bit i mean if you know how to buy concert tickets, you know how to how to find information about something else. You can Google if you need to know how like an ejection port works on a rifle. You can Google that and search it in YouTube, and you'll find it. It's it's so easy. I mean, like how to do research. I find a pretty silly question to be honest. Like if if you want to know how I know how certain stuff looks, it's because I I look at stuff and I try to understand why it's being done that way. Um, so it's like, um, and, 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 and second of all, if, if you do a, such a functional design like that, um, you, like after it works, you can, you can play with the shapes as much as you want. And even for shapes, there are certain rules in design, you know, like uh, shape language and blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's like, you know, even with a car, a car is purely functional because uh, under the hood, everything works and has been engineered by, by a team for, for over, over a year or two years working on a car. And uh, basically there's, a, there's a, a studio with a bunch of guys drawing like shelves for, around the working part, you know, and there you can be creative in terms of shapes and color and styles and whatever, but it always starts with something that works. So you basically just gotta, uh, for, the, for the, once it works, you can play that's that's my rule basically so yeah right there is one exception to this rule and it only applies to like really uh profound uh you know designs that appear every now and then uh one of the examples could be uh you know apple products and i don't know if you had a chance to read um steve jobs uh, uh biography but, oh no, I have no, I haven't. Oh, it's it's great. Like I've really enjoyed it. Uh, it's, it's it's really long. It's like I've, I haven't read it. Uh, I've I've been because I don't really have time to for reading. Mm -hmm. I wish I had. Um, I've been listening to audiobook, and the audiobook is like twenty four hour long. You know, so if I would read it, I'll probably spend way more time on this. <laughs> um, yeah. However, uh, one thing that was really interesting in terms of like how Steve Jobs would approach his products, he would. Um, who would only focus on the design and then throw it on his engineers and say, you figure it out. <laughs> like how to get this thing work, 
like they would they would they would come back and say like it and sometimes it, it would be a disastrous choice because like i think apple too uh had some problems with overheating and you know customers yeah, yeah. complaining but but generally design would come first uh in, in in his philosophy you know he was a very different person too he was more he was focused only on the design and aesthetics and his whole life was designed his whole life was pretty much designed you know everything that he was doing was following his you know uh, his principles of design and how he approached uh you know everything from 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 point of shapes and 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 and, and everything and it's pretty apparent yeah. like even commercials that are done that were done for uh for apple they're they're very very different than most of the you know commercials for anything else so yeah so he had that that approach and i you know there is something about it it's it, it, i think in the car car uh designing like designing cars like you have concept cars and um i think it i think the reason for i, I might be wrong by the way i might be pulling this out of my ass so i p apologize <laughs> if i do um but there's something about you know concept cars that you know some of them get to be made and some of them aren't and I think it has to do with the fact that uh, some vehicles can be done because of the technology, you know, uh, catching up with the, the aesthetics, you know, mm -hmm. uh, versus, uh, you know, some vehicles will never be done because there is no way you can squeeze this engine in, in such a small space, for instance. Right. So I don't yeah. know. Like, I think I think both. Um, both things are important and again it's, it's, we kind of answered this question like you know it's just a balance of uh, of both depending on what you do exactly yeah well that's a nice uh, nice add to the, to the answer yeah yeah you can go both ways that's cool someone wanted to tell you nice car he said quote nice car make sure you tell him that i don't know i guess it's an inside joke to you you don't? Um, <laughs> you, you have a name? Or? Yeah, it's a F Flam F Flam. Ah, F Flam F C A. Our French right. boy. Yeah, some, goof, <laughs> some some goofball. Google nice car. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker! Right, next question says. Uh, well, it says I heard you do audio design a lot as well. Would you mind letting us hear some of that? Audio design. Audio design. I don't know uh, anything about audio design. <laughs> All right. Not sure Interesting where that questions. <laughs> Why don't you use uh, SketchUp for gun modeling if you are not going to care about edge flow anyway? Uh, because it sucks. Why <laughs> <laughs> uh, a straight answer. That's I mean, no, no, I'm not saying it sucks as software. It's like, for me, it doesn't work. And uh, many people have been asking me what app, you know, why why Moy over Fusion, and it's like, it's all personal, man, it's like, what, what program do you click with, you know? It's like, every 3D app is made to make, is, is made to make 3D with, and one can do replicating better than the other, one can do this better than the other, I mean, like, you know, everything has plus, uh, pluses and minuses, and he's got to grow up, and, Right. I was actually about to ask you. You, uh, if you, if you've been trying, or uh, it seems that you were trying already, uh, using yeah, any, yeah. Of, uh, any of uh, you know manufacturing tools, uh, CAD uh, tools. You know, um, I learned uh, 
uh, AutoCAD on school, and uh, we actually milled stuff. But uh, back then, I wasn't really into design, so I just did the assignments. Uh, Was your AutoCAD already be, been like a 3D uh, or just uh, purely drawing? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, 3D software, like with the, okay. you could like CNC mill into aluminum. Yeah, I used before. to. I used to learn AutoCAD in my uh, uh, in college when I was. Oh, I was only one year in college and it was uh, uh, electro engineering, uh, but they required cool. us to learn uh, AutoCAD. So it was only 2D drawings. It was like 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, ah, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I, I, I totally forgot. Yeah, I'm looking at your, uh, you know, uh, moments of inspiration 3D. That's the software, MOI. Uh, you did you did some little, uh, you know, homage to Vitali. So. Yeah, man. Some bullions. <laughs> yeah, some bullions. I, I, you know, I've, I've been using uh, Fusion uh, personally for last. Uh, Last three films, I've been almost like half of the work is done in Fusion, you know. Oh, do you like it? You enjoy <laughs> oh, it? I love it. Yeah, it's it's very awesome. it's very straightforward. Uh, yeah, but then, you fact, know, um, yeah. the class I'll be teaching for Learn Squared will actually have that element too, so I'll be able to share like what I've learned, you know. It's, oh, that's uh, awesome. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I was about to ask you like how do you feel like about you know do you feel like it's gonna be a natural jump for you or or is just like as you said just another another tool. Uh, in your disposal for whatever you, you're trying to do, you know. I mean, I mean, like I, I've tried everything. I tried three D's Max. I tried Maya. Uh, I tried uh, Modo. I tried uh, Cinema 4D, and I it just ended up with uh, me liking Maya the most, you know. So I'm not gonna. Uh, I think like people wanna people asking what is the best app. They wanna take the shortcut of not trying every app. Yeah, and that's what that's what bothers me. Yeah, some app. some truth in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, app is just an app. It's like a tool. It's just like choosing between two screwdrivers, and each of them have different color, and then arguing which one is better. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. it doesn't. They do. They they both do the same job. I mean, some applications uh, have different uh, limitations, and there are, for instance, things uh, that you cannot do. In, in, in Maya that you can do in, for instance, uh, uh, Cinema 4D and vice versa, you know? Um, yeah. In general, I think you, you cannot go wrong with Maya. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a pretty straightforward, you know, industry standard. You, 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 you will never be able to go wrong with it because it's just being developed for everything that you would need if you work for film or, or video games, you know, so... But yeah, any other software is great too. I, the only thing I hate about Maya, because I, I, I used to play with it. I, I've learned Maya to do matte paintings and pro projection mm -hmm. mappings. Oh, um, cool. It's just, you know, how horrible the UI is. Like how, uh, you know, like you have to go through a lot of bullshit before you get to, uh, to tools that you want to use, you know? Yeah, but once sure. you once you get through that, it's it's you know it's it's really you know it's really great. Like the UI is really fast too, so that's one thing. That's one advantage that it has compared to you know let's say 3ds Max. You know the the viewport performance of Maya is just uncomparable. You know, yeah, 3ds yeah, Max yeah. would chuckle. Uh, on, on, <laughs> even if you have like a freaking powerful PC, it was, 3ds Max will still slow down.
Yeah. Uh, I think the worst, like the worst is, you know, Moto, for instance, like I, I love the way uh, Moto uses like those uh, fall off uh, uh, maps for like for for editing your polygons, you know, all right, your, yeah. your structures. But, yeah, you know, Moto cannot handle large objects or large projects, you know, um, it's just I'm un unable yeah. to handle it, you know, so yeah, it just, yeah, it just sucks at that. So, yeah. So yeah, it's all, it's always going to be a great and bad thing about software and you should never limit yourself to one specific because you'll find that, you know, for, for this one project that you're working on, you'll, you will want to use uh, a new software, like something that you haven't even considered before. Uh, for yeah. me, I was working on, um, uh, what was that film? Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. Like mm -hmm. the, the work I was doing for that film would be never be possible for me to be done in, in say 3ds max. Like I needed replicators. That's like the one feature that Moto has that it's so amazing yeah, that true. it cannot be done anywhere else properly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I really uh, agree with that standpoint because like you're, you're not going to drive a nail with a screwdriver, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I also learn multiple apps to, uh, solve the problem, uh, most efficient way, you know? So it's like, um, I might use Modo for replicators or I might use this, but only for, only to, to, only for speed in the end, you know? Yeah. So just learn something and, it's about the tools and solving the problem the fastest. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's uh, you know, um, I, I, you have to realize like one thing that you know, uh, one of re one of the reasons I guess this question pops up really often is people are afraid that you know if I focus on one application, uh, not enough on one application, I might not you know be proficient uh, to get like you know better results, but. It's like, I feel, I feel like if you are working on few applications at once, you're actually benefiting yourself because what happens is that you get, you, you, you learn how to sell, uh, solve one problem, uh, with different, uh, approaches. And then Definitely. something you learn, something you learn for, let's say from Modo, like an approach to solve the problem in Modo can be different than in Maya. And the, once you learn that, you might find like a creative way to actually use a new tool in Maya to, to do the same job, you know? Yeah, very true. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> cool. All right, next question says, what rules do you have uh, to keep in mind when considering the topology when making weapons? Uh, nothing. Like, I mean, concept-wise, I don't give a, a shit about topology. Um, if you get like face problems, like normal problems, you have to fix it. But like, if you if you've learned uh, uh, proper normal 3D, um, then then you'll know what what a bad face is. Or like, don't don't jump ahead too fast. You know, like uh, I mean, topology doesn't matter if it's for concept. If you're like a production model, you should know the tool. You should know Max or Maya uh, better. Right, and then uh, otherwise, just do what looks good. If it if you have like a like a crooked normal in the render, just paint over. You know, nobody cares. So yeah, that's really it. This next question is for Mache. It says, "Have you tried slash do you incor incorporate any kind of idea generation process into your design?" 
uh, process like brainstorming, etc. Uh, can you can you repeat again? I was I was That's answering hard. I was answering so, a question on the chat. Sure. It says, have you tried slash do you incorporate incorporate any kind of idea generation process into your design? Um, that's a hard question, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds easy, but it's hard. Um, there is two ways to approach it. You know, there's one way where you just go and 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 do stuff, uh, and there is also a one where you know you're trying to solve problems, so you you think about that problem a lot, you know, and then you're trying to figure out what uh, what avenues you have to go with in order to solve that problem. It's 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 I guess it's per project based, you know. There there there's going to be projects for me where. Um, I'll just go and, and create because, uh, you know, I feel that when you, when you start creating something, you're, you're exposing yourself to failure. And that's something I've been talking about a lot, uh, uh recently is that when you fail, you, you actually learn a lot more than if you, if you prevent yourself from, from making mistakes. Uh, I rather make mistakes and, and, you know, be exposed to them because then I know what doesn't work. So it limits, uh, so it, it takes away the wrong path that I, I might have been choosing, uh, uh, you know, in the very beginning. Um, but obviously there are, you know, uh, some projects where you just have to sit down and think and try to, you know, come up with what this could be. And, you know, there's different ways you can start sketching you can you know, reading, even just even going for a walk can be, you know, a brain, sort of like the brainstorming session for you where you're trying to clear your mind and, and get your head to be focused more on, on new, fresh things, you know? Cool. Uh, ne next question is for you, Don. It says, what is the most difficult obstacle you faced while working that you had to go through and how did you overcome it? Um... Oh yeah, like if you're doing a job for work and it's something you know nothing about, you have to figure out quickly what it is and how to how to solve it best. Um, so it's like, uh, yeah, just like unexpected tasks that require uh, a new skill set or knowledge, and it's a very cool uh, challenge to, to tackle. Um, I, I think Maciej has experienced the same. Yeah, pretty much. And I, uh, I think that's cool. <laughs> you learn a lot from it, so because you get things that you probably would not have learned uh, otherwise yourself. So it's a it's a great push to go into the unknown. So. Yeah. Next question says, "How did the job at Star Citizen come up? Did they approach you?" Uh, yeah, like uh, in uh, December, uh, while I was working on my portfolio at home, they uh, they shoot me an email. So that was very uh, cool. Noise, noise, noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the last question says, V Ray or Arnold? Which do you prefer? Uh, key shot. <laughs> again it's just like it's a, it's another of those tools questions why not both you know um well my the only the only concern might be financial you know because uh both v and arnold are really expensive 
Uh, so yeah, I guess like if you go with V-Ray, you're kind of committing because you're buying a license and and you're kind of bounding yourself unless you have unlimited unlimited resources for exactly. stuff. Um, but both have you know it, it it's pretty much the same thing. There, there's always there's always going going to be a slight difference in terms of like how it presents itself, you know. Uh, you know, like I've been using uh, Octane uh, recently, like a lot. Oh yeah, awesome. and Octane has like it. it's yeah, I, I love it. Uh, but you know, I see I see things that are great about it, and I, I would use it for certain things. But I mm -hmm. also fee uh, see uh, parts of Octane that would not work, and then I roll back and uh, and and use. Um, uh v-ray instead right right i mean both yeah. both have their pros and cons like octane has a very specific look like a very specific uh color and i guess most most of them uh you know because of uh, it's it's just a different uh way of calculating global illumination uh, yeah, yeah but the result is pretty much the same because especially if it's an unbiased um renderer it will, mm -hmm. it will always tr try to reproduce uh, most physically accurate results. Keyshot is great too, even though it's biased. So uh, for me, most cases look very sort of video gamey, like renders, unless you, you know, unless you like really uh, spend a lot of time to get things uh, to a point where, uh, you know, they look better. I think yeah. uh, I, I I had like a really biased uh, uh, approach to Keyshot. I, I would I was always considering it to to be um, just like a software for like a quick product uh, renders, right? But then mm -hmm. but then you have Jama uh, Jerbaev, uh, you know, <laughs> posting his images with uh, BMW, and you're you're wondering like what the hell am am I doing with my life? You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, Jamba's yeah, work is amazing. Fucking yeah, he's, he's a wizard. He's yeah, a true wizard. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you know he, he's. Uh, I, I guess it's just because of his social presence. Not being a, uh, you know, his social presence isn't as as large as you know, as he deserves to be. Because uh, I, I first time I've met Jamma uh, was back in 2012 when we were working together on uh guardians of the galaxy and um and x-men and right. uh, I, I i didn't even know who he is like i've never seen him online never seen him any of his work ever ever e anywhere right and then he and then he pops up yeah. yeah and then and then i got you know his work files because i was supposed to help him with you know that we're creating we're working together on that big you know atomic weapon for for guardians of the galaxy that they use oh, that, in the film. that was with him oh awesome. yeah and i got the <laughs> i got the photoshop file and i try i, I tried to decipher what he was doing there and like every layer i was looking at and transformations he was doing and how he structured things oh, i was like what the hell is going <laughs> on here <laughs> like how how is that even possible like i didn't even expect that this could be done you know yeah. to begin with and you know it's i have the same experience now because uh because we have jama uh as one of our instructors for learn squared and um you know he's recording classes and 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 we get to look at them and you know i'm looking at his class like the first lesson i was just like like i should quit life you know <laughs> it's just so it's just so amazing it's just like yeah it's you ridiculous. know it's hard to appreciate like uh 
you know remember those images uh he did for like a world world war ii yeah uh with like those ships uh, i don't think anyone realized that th those were done entirely in 3d yeah, <laughs> entirely so in 3d code like what <laughs> yeah. <Desired photos? laughs> yeah i wasn't really surprised when you yeah, saw that so. oh, anyways uh let's get uh, let's get uh, maybe two more questions and, and wrap it up because um cool. yeah the next one says what is the best resource for mechanical joint slash uh i lost it slash feature references there it is um i think uh like I, I think, you know, like, you're not going to find a treasure chest with, with everything in it. I think you have to, like, break it down to what you want to know more of and then do the research uh, subject by subject. I think that's the best uh, way to, to tackle that stuff. Because you, 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 can, you can look on Pinterest and Tumblr to find, like, uh, inspiration and stuff, but you will find very scattered information, very random so uh, I suggest uh, pick a subject, do your research, and then uh, learn more uh, subject by subject. You can change every week. You can make it a habit, you know, art habit. Boom. So. Yeah, there you go. Art habit, people. <laughs> do research. Yeah, so. That is habit. That's a, that's a good habit to have. You know, if you have a shitty habit, then replace it with the good one. That's what I started exactly. with. That's what I started, uh, you know, I picked up art habit from Anthony Jones, you know. My, oh, sh really? my yeah. shitty habit was, you know, I, every night I would, you know, uh, use my iPhone and look at news, you know, and news are fucking depressing and they, looking at the phone before you go to sleep, it will make yeah, you sleep yeah. deprivated and it will be harder for you to actually fall, fall, fall asleep and you're, if you're lacking sleep, then everything falls apart. And you it's know, true. And, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sit in front of a computer. I don't want to look at the screen. So, you know, I'll just start drawing draw and mm -hmm. post it up and go to sleep so that's what i've been yeah. doing i actually missed one day for the first time oh oh one shame on you yeah shame on me well <laughs> I, I set myself to do it w once every one or two days and i haven't mm -hmm. been doing anything for the last two days but you know it's just way too much stuff going on i've just been oh, hit awesome. <laughs> just been hit with <laughs> everything i could be hit with you know and, yeah and just trying to catch it's, up and it's good at wrestling yeah that's the bit now it's gonna be tonight all right hmm. one more question yeah last question says on average how long does it take to finish uh one weapon for you uh well i just finished one so bam yeah i mean an hour that's that's the power of practice you know uh, like can you re like do you remember Adam? like how long did it take you to create the first weapon like was it a day two days so a lot of time, right? I I mean, like, if I mean, if you go in blank, no information, no knowledge about guns, and you just be like, oh, I'm gonna make a gun, I'm gonna pull up a Google image right here, and then you know, it'll take much longer. If you do research first, you're not gonna start driving car and then theory. You do yeah. the theory first, and then you practice the theory you have. So basically, uh. What, what has been working best for me is I did the research, try to figure it out in my head, and, um, and then, then uh, modeled it. And you know, you can, you can practice a couple of days like learning the tools so you, can, so you know already how to achieve uh, the goals best. But then I think my first weapon was like a day and a half or something, if we count full hours, like maybe 
I mean, you, you can say a day, but that's like eight hours is one day, and mm -hmm. then two days is 16 hours. So day and a half is like 12 hours or something, right. you know? Yeah, and now it's one hour, so. Right. Yeah, so yeah, it's a power of practice, you know? The more time, it's 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 pretty much on everything you start doing, you know? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a it compound. Matter. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter really like, uh, you know, what you want to do. Like if you want to start running and you want to run marathon, you're going to start with just walking intervals with, with jogging, you know, because that's, that's the only thing your body will allow you to do if you're not fit. Um, yeah. Granted a month awesome. later or two months later, you'll be running five miles and then maybe yeah. half a year later, you'll be mm. actually running a marathon. So yeah. It's just a matter of like how much time uh, and effort you're you're willing to to put into that specific thing. Yeah, if there is no will of, of any effort, and then you're never going to achieve, uh, you know, what you're aiming for. Uh, but if true. there's yeah. a will, and you know, and you just commitment, yeah, commitment. You know, it's better to do uh, less but uh, often, you know, than commit to doing a lot but but only for a short period of time. Yeah. Um, so that's one, that's how habits work too. You know, like uh, you can build a habit pretty much on anything you do, but you just have to be really uh, committed to it in terms of, you know, do it, do it uh, every day or every other day. Just make, make it as a, as a habit really. Yes. And then you sort of engrave it in your brain and your brain will automatically tell you to do that without even exactly thinking, you know that's that's what habit is <laughs> so i totally agree yep all right that was cool we we managed to do a little over an hour um but yeah it was pretty good we were really informative awesome uh, yeah thanks for your time dude what, what time it is at your place it's 2 a.m oh <laughs> uh, yeah 2 a.m it's, not, it's nothing uh yeah it's, it's, still have a lot of work to it's do it's late so. for me uh if 2 uh yeah 2, 2 a.m <laughs> is pretty bad for me these days oh yeah uh, yeah my daughter wakes me up 6 a.m so uh, 2 a.m means i'm only getting four hours of sleep that's unacceptable <laughs> mm, yeah um but yeah i mean it's it's been great uh and uh Guys, I think uh, AJ is going to do his uh, his art cafe later today. I'm not sure not sure what he's going to do with it, but you know, stay tuned. I'm sure he will be posting about it on Facebook. Uh, anyone who uh, appeared online and, and asked questions and, and been listening to us live, thanks for you know showing up and thanks for being part of this. And uh, for everyone else who's listening to this uh, later on, thanks again for listening to the very end. You know, I really, really appreciate it. Again, I was I want to stress it uh, uh, like a lot, uh, you know, post your suggestions on, you know, what you would want us to talk about because um, because we will talk about things that are most pressing for 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 everyone. You know, we want to bring knowledge, we want to help you with with things that, you know, you might not find uh, knowledge about, you know. Uh, we want to share our experiences and that's why I'm inviting, you know, really prolific and, and, and cool people to, to have those conversations with. So, and yeah, Adam, thanks for, for, you know, for spending some time with us and yeah, no uh, problem. Thanks sick for having works, me. sick works. Keep doing <laughs> this. Thanks man. Awesome. All right. Good. All right, dudes. Uh, have a good rest of the day. Amazing weekend or good night or, you know, depending where you are and uh, peace. All right, peace yeah, out, peace. guys. Cheers. See ya.